This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon, you beautiful people, and welcome to Enterprise <laughs> Biz Bites. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm joined in the studio today by... Rita Liu. And Audrey Raj. And our producer, of course, is Christine Wong. Say hello, Christine. We will be with you all the way through until 1 o'clock this afternoon. If you'd like to get in touch, don't forget the WhatsApp number is 018-789-8899. We've asked a question already. We put it out there. Uh, The question is, do you think attractiveness is a factor in success at work? This is because research shows that good-looking people tend to get ahead at work, but new studies show that might not be the case in all industries. So we thought we'd ask that question. Attractiveness, of course, not necessarily just about how good you look physically, but how you present yourself and all of that kind of stuff. So that's what we want to tackle today. Uh, Our second story of the day um, is all about the spectacular collapse of uh, WeWork. We'll be touching on that a little bit and then wrapping up with how there are four signs that your company views you as a high potential employee, otherwise known as a hippo. I know. Right. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Quick reminder, 018-789-8899. Uh, WhatsApp is that number. Twitter and Instagram, we're at BFM Radio. Right. Um, research has shown people deemed attractive get paid more. They receive better job evaluations uh, and are generally more employable. It's even been shown that good-looking CEOs bring better stock returns for their companies. Wow. Uh, in part, this may be because companies believe consumers are more likely to buy things from beautiful employees, which is perhaps why retailers like Abercrombie and Fitch use looks as criteria in their hiring process. Mm. I did not know that. Now, there's some evidence, however, that this worker beauty premium may be wearing off, at least when it comes to employees who interact with consumers. In television commercials, for example, retailers and other companies are increasingly using what they term real people uh, with all their physical flaws rather than Photoshop models to give their brands an authentic feel. Research uh, several uh, several people have done. Uh, this is according to Robert J. Fisher and Umar. Uh, they did research a while ago, and the initial research was done into uh, how attractive they, uh, the ch- children were considered and, wh- and what kind of treatment they would receive depending on how attractive they were perceived by the people doing the treatment. And obviously, mm. it turned out that the more attractive children uh, seemed to receive better care, mm. which unfortunately mm. is the case. Now, their studies show occasions where the beauty premium doesn't hold and can even backfire. Uh, so they did this first study, um, how beauty can create distance. They wanted to better understand how consumers respond to attractive service employees. So they invited 309 students to read the same description of being served dinner at a restaurant and then look at an image of a person who who was described as their waiter. Now, these participants randomly viewed either a male or female server whose facial features were edited to depict high or low levels of attractiveness based on their prior research, which defined beauty. Separately, they used similar objective measures of attractiveness to rate participants on the same scale. They then asked people to rate the attractiveness of the server and how psychologically close they felt to him or her. They also graded customer satisfaction, the service quality, and the likability of the waiter on a scale from low to high. What they found was that how close a consumer felt towards the waiter correlated with how they rated the quality of service they received. That is, if they felt distance from the waiter, they were more likely to give him or her poor marks. They also found that people who thought the server was attractive 
but were themselves not considered good-looking, using their objectivity beauty score, were less uh, were more likely to feel distant. Hmm. So, what they're saying is. If you yourself have that feeling of I am not attractive, but your server is attractive, you are more likely to scale them on uh, scale them less. Okay. So mm. you're going to be fearful mm. almost. I used to have this problem, you know, when I would go into hairdressers. Okay. <laughs> if I would go to a hairdressers and I saw all the there were beautiful people in there, I would just run away. It's it like, terrifying. It's like hearing how some people don't want to go to the gym until they've lost weight. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm 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 listening to this right, and I, when I think of attractiveness, right, in this case, it's not just looks, right? Um, you know, just being served by a smiling waiter who is well dressed and has a great conversation to me is attractiveness. Is attentive. Is attentive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. These to me are you know like so that's attractiveness in that sense. He smiles or she she smiles that kind of thing, just cheerful. Yeah. That to me is attractiveness. And it, go on, oh, sorry. No, and and yeah, you're exactly right, Frida. Physical attractiveness, when for for me, for the longest time, people who I saw as physical attractive, uh, physically attractive, intimidated the heck out of me, mm. and I would where I could avoid. Uh, interacting with these people because I didn't know how to react hmm. around these people because I never considered myself as, as physically attractive at all. Right. And so I always felt intimidated by it. Hmm. I, I completely agree with Richard. I know exactly how it feels. Not so much uh, worried about my hairdressers, but then generally <laughs> just, you know, people in a room. Like, yeah. you know, if I was interviewing for a job and or if I worked with people in a t- in a team and they were all like... Attractive, yes, that would intimidate me as well. And I have no idea why mm. this was, but I did look it up. Mm. And uh, according to uh, experts, it's because we can't help ourselves. Mm. When we mm. see people who are attractive, we can't help but want to help them because being associated and being nice and being helpful to these nice people, kind of uh, to nice looking people, kind of makes us feel good about ourselves as right. well. Right. So mm. that is like the psychology behind it. Mm. It's not, I, I, I don't agree that this should be the way, but that that's how so it how, is. How yeah, the, subconscious. The body, the body reacts, how the mind How works. the mind reacts, yeah. Huh. So they, they went on further to do some more research and they did a, a second similar study. Uh, and what they did was to recruit uh, 237 people. They were waiting to board a flight at China's third largest airport in Guangzhou. And they asked them to read a scenario about receiving a, a meal or another service from a flight attendant while aboard the plane and view a picture of the employee, just as in the first study. Now, participants randomly viewed either attractive or unattractive flight attendants. They then rated the attractiveness of the attendant as well as themselves and indicated whether they believe there's a connection between beauty and skill. They also rated the service received. They found that participants who saw themselves as less good-looking felt more distant uh, from an attractive flight attendant Mm. and were also more likely to perceive the service as lower quality. In addition, participants who said there isn't a connection between beauty and skill also tended to assess attractive employees' service as low quality. So you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. (laughs) You know, if if you are working in the service industry and you are considered attractive, it's likely that no matter what you do, you are more likely to be downvoted just because of you how you look, look and how you're okay. perceived by people. So if you if you, if you think about it, right, there's like two ends of the spectrum. You've got the halo effect mm. where if yeah. someone is, you know, tall, uh, has mm. asymmetrical features and is polished, then, you know, they are deemed to be better mm. uh, than, than your, yourself, you know, if you don't think of yourself as attractive. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the bimbo effect where mm. the person mm. is so good looking, the person just 
can't be skillful enough right. or, 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 or can't or, be good enough. Yeah. Exactly. We already had some feedback regarding that, which we'll get to after uh, mm. after some music. But it, it's really interesting to see this. You know, I, I've never looked at it like that. You know, I've never thought that. Yeah. Somebody who's more attractive, I would immediately, you know, consider so the services less. This would be the unconscious bias. To me, it's always been like, again, like in the service industry, it's a person neat, it's a person smiley, yeah. it's a person friendly. So if that is the definition of attractiveness, mm. yes, mm. but not so much how a person looks. Right. Right. And I like to think that, you know, if I do get perks and things like that in the service industry, it's because I have been polite. Right. And I have been nice. And then they, and so they, you know, give me an upgrade or what have you. you yeah. Know? And, yeah. you know, it be that rather than the way I look because it's that's sad right yeah it is let's have some feedback folks we're going to take a break with some music we've got uh, Manfred Mann coming up in a minute if you've got to go go now uh, <laughs> uh, the whatsapp number 018-789-8899 twitter or instagram we're at BFM radio we did manage to speak with uh, Sheila Singham of course uh, founder of Human Equation she mm. has some opinions on this that we'll be uh, listening to very shortly don't go anywhere we'll be right back after these messages on BFM 89.9 be free minded. BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bites, folks. We are talking today about attractiveness and whether or not you think attractiveness is a factor in success at work. Now, uh, research shows that good looking people tend to get ahead at work, but new studies are starting to show that might not be the case in all industries, particularly the service industry. <sighs> so we thought we'd ask you guys for some feedback. 018 789 8899 is the WhatsApp number. Twitter and Instagram, we're at BFM Radio. We've got one WhatsApp we'll attend to right now, Frida. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Mohan. So those who are short and fat are lazy. That's me. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Thanks, Mohan. <laughs> um, looking at Twitter, this is from uh, MN Ibrahim who says, To a certain extent, yes, especially when you're doing sales, you have to be able to sell yourself first, i.e. being presentable, know your stuff, and looking good is a big bonus in order to sell your products and services. Some guys have all the luck, you know, says Ibrahim. If you've won the genetic lottery, you know, mm. you're already a step ahead. Uh, but... Uh, to kind of address a little bit within that, the, the whole first impression counts right. thing, I think, is very important. What was it? There are no ugly people, just lazy people. No, but, yeah. wait, there was that makeup. I think it was Coco Chanel mm. who said that. I could be wrong. But, you know, there are no ugly people, just lazy people. Put on some, you know, for the women anyway. Uh, be as presentable as possible. Okay. I've got some uh, responses on uh, Insta Story. Uh, Natasha Chinka has said, not really. Uh, mostly attractive women aren't being taken seriously. Uh, mm. Sunny has said, yes. Uh, I have another one here of uh, Shamin has said, it's a factor, but it's a bonus compared to good employees. The one with looks will definitely stand out more. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, MNI 2016 says, yes, I can vouch for that. So is it about getting noticed then? You know, regardless of industry, if just say with a with a performance evaluation or performance appraisal and all, is it about getting noticed? If you walked into a company, uh, at, entered a company at the same time as say four other people, and you're like the most attractive of uh, mm. of mm. the group, is it about getting noticed and then having people pay attention to you because you're attractive and and people actually, oh okay, you know, know that 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 good looking girl, you know, she she did really well because maybe the others don't get noticed. Could it be about just the noticeability factor? Okay. Take that thought and apply a little bit of NLP to it that mm. you uh, I, I know you're, you're interested in. And there was a guy called Neil Strauss mm. uh, a few years ago. Um, he released a book and it was all about 
uh, it's a horrible thing, but all about pickup artists. Oh, uh, yes, he called yes. It, called it the game, right? Mm. And he had uh, a theory within that book called peacocking uh, about the I- idea of the reason that a peacock does so well is because of how it shows struts. itself mm. and it struts itself. Mm. And so he kind of adapted that theory and you, he didn't consider himself particularly good looking at all, but he knew that if he stood out in a room, hmm. people were more likely to come and talk to him, and therefore his chances of him going home with somebody that evening were much higher than somebody else's. So I don't know whether right. that works in yeah. the business world or not, I, but it, I assume it does to a degree. Because you, you'd be attracted to a confident person. Yeah. Mm. Right? You'd be attracted to, you know, that's what I think, like these are, the, when we talk about attractiveness, confidence, the way you stand, the way you, you know, that yeah. is also a factor. I mean, so the person is so sloppy and everything and I've got two people coming in, you know, one looks sloppy and one looks, but the impression is that you, you I don't think you're serious about your work because mm. you're sloppy, mm. right? And you, you know, you slouch and those sort of things. So I think confidence Confidence comes in as well. And uh, of course, time will tell whether you can do the work or not. But that first impression, right? If I were to, you know, sign anybody on, the first impression is who is more confident? Well, first impressions aside, what about like st- statistics or studies that have shown that uh, attractive people actually get paid more? Mm. You know, that for me, I find disturbing because mm. shouldn't it be based on your work ethic and your performance and all that. But like, uh, I think there were studies uh, done in London that said that uh, more attractive people can be paid up to 11% more than less attractive workers. But that also is reflected in the research that they're showing here, that uh, evaluations, people who have an evaluation at the office tend to do better in their evaluations if they are considered better looking. Mm. So that will probably explain why these people are getting paid more. You know, they've just got into that evaluation, they've sweet-talked their way in, they've uh, peacocked their way in. Mm. I don't know. Let's have a chat with Sheila, though, and see what she has to say about this. Uh, So, of course, it is uh, Sheila Singham with us, uh, the founder of Human Equation. You may have heard her this morning, speaking with Frida. Uh, We asked her, uh, do you think attractiveness affects people's success at work, and why? It shouldn't be. I don't think it should be at all. It should be the competency of the person, the emotional intelligence they have and how they can manage themselves and their relationships. But the sad fact of the matter is that most people do make a judgment based on the first impression. And you have only about less than four seconds to make a first impression when you're face-to-face with someone. So how you present yourself is rather important, I think. It's the effort that you put in that kind of gives people a message. Uh, having said that, I think that it also, a lot of it depends on the industry you're in. Such as like, you know, if you're an IT industry, I don't care how you look. I just want to make sure that, you know, IT-wise, you are the best of the best. If I were employing someone and it was an industry where, you know, in a job where they had to go and engage with a lot of stakeholders and all that, let's say they were doing sales and marketing, I would want them to present themselves well because they're representing the company. Um, even in these days of dress down and and just be yourself. People just want to see you take a little bit of trouble. It's called respecting the event, respecting the the people. And and do you think there'll ever come a time when attractiveness or or presentation is no longer a factor? I don't know. In this day of, um, you know, sort of everyone working online across geographical boundaries and all that, you don't have to actually be present with, with people. You know, you can talk to them and phones or, you know, 
sort of thing that people don't see you, that maybe it gets less important. But even on a Skype call or a WhatsApp video call, I want to see what you're like. Now, I once had a video call with someone. This was a guy, an editor for an, a paper that I was subscribing to. And he was Skyping me and he sat there without his shirt. And I'm like, excuse me, you're not wearing a shirt. He said, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm at home. I'm, I'm so relaxed. And I said, you know what? Either he put on a shirt or this cold stops. And I lodged a complaint with his, uh, his, his publication. I refused to deal with him after that. And I don't know what message he was coming across. I know there are people out there who are not so drastic. But even on, on, on a conference call, what you wear, how you present yourself, you can't be having a conference call with someone in your like house dress with your hair disheveled and all that because it's business. It's professional. People judge you by how you look because it's a representation of how much confidence, how much self-worth you have. And if you don't value yourself, how do you expect your clients and stakeholders to value you? There you go. Mm. The number of conference calls I had before video conference calls are in my shorts. Uh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even, you know, you, you there's that old trope about uh, newscasters, how, you know, from the, the kind yeah. of waist up, they're wearing their shirts and their ties and their hair's perfect. And yet underneath, it's just a pair of shorts I can and a pair vouch of slippers. For that. Yes, oh, yes, absolutely. Frida Liu. <laughs> But I, th- that question that we asked, that, that second one about whether or not there's a time when attractiveness or presentation is no longer a factor. Um, if you kind of expand upon that and, and some of the things that we've been talking about recently, like automation and AI mm. and robotics and all of this kind of stuff, there's a, a, there's a group of people and research is showing that even the robots that we choose to interact with as we move forward have to have a semblance of attractiveness. They mm. have to look slightly human. They have to be physically attractive. Otherwise, people don't interact with them, mm. which I find really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, this is just, I, I don't know, Like what you, but what you said is completely true. You know, at, at some point, we could be dealing with with, uh, you know, you look at like how we deal with a parking ticket uh, machine as mm. opposed to, say, when you go to, um, you know, like in Japan where you have robots that welcome you into a hotel in the yeah. service indi- industry, you treat you treat them differently. You treat one robot like a person and another robot as just, you know, give me my change yeah. and, you know, just g- get my, my get the job done, yeah. right? Yeah. So I guess even in that way, attractiveness does play a part in in our everyday lives, right? In what we do, yeah. we work. Right, let's take a break with that. Folks, don't forget, you can give us some feedback. 018-789-8899 on WhatsApp, Twitter or Instagram. We are at BFM Radio. The question that we're asking today, do you think attractiveness is a factor in success at work? Research shows that good-looking people tend to get ahead at work, uh, but new studies show that might not be the case in all industries. Let us know. We're going to have some music next from Madness with Our House. We'll be back right after this on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.